is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Uh, we got to get into the issue on everybody's mind right now. And that, of course, is sexy red. Yeah. Am I right? Uh, you are right. on that. Everybody. Everybody. I mean, I, I feel like we're almost like the NFL now. We're just showing Taylor Swift in the box. Like, right. You know, every, I mean, when you hear that you're going to hear just about to have a story about sexy red, it's almost like clickbait. You know, everyone's thinking like that, about yeah. sexy red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll tell you why uh, <laughs> in one minute. Life is about being active. Whether it's about going on your daily tasks or exercising, you know you're well when you're regularly active. But what happens when being active actually hurts by the end of the day? This is the position I found myself in a number of years ago. Everything I wanted to do in my daily life, all of the activity it called for was held captive to almost constant nagging pain. When I heard about Relief Factor, I was skeptical, but my wife said, give it a chance. Not long after I took it, I could feel the pain begin to melt away and i've been taking it ever since and i can tell you that relief factor has helped me get my life back i love that it's not a drug but it was developed by doctors and about 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more your first step to becoming pain-free just might be ordering a three-week quick start for only 1995 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief 800 for relief or relieffactor.com find out all about this offer and feel the difference Welcome. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. 888-727-BECK. And Pat, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. And this is a dumb question. But are you familiar with Sexy Red? Oh my gosh, that is a stupid question. Oh, sorry. Maybe probably the dumbest one you've asked. In, <laughs> really? Maybe ever. Maybe oh my ever. gosh, I'm I sorry. I mean, who isn't a big fan of Sexy Red? You know what I mean? So you, when you're on Spotify... Mm-hmm. Like how many of your top songs of, of 2023 will be Sexy Red songs? All of them. Oh, really? Yeah. All so of it's them. the only artist yeah. you listen to. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, because yeah. that's the thing. You make a cost benefit yeah. analysis. You say, hey, <laughs> I can listen to another sexy red song or a song from someone else. That is so much lesser. Right. And then I say, no, why would I do why that? Why would I do that? Why would I'll I just do pick that? another. I'll just play that same sexy red song over and over again. Exactly. Now, can you name a sexy red well, song? I could, but I'm not going to insult people's intelligence. Okay. You know, who are just as big, if not bigger, Sexy Red fans yeah. than I am. This audience, huge. You know, huge into the Sexy Red, yeah. as you know. That's very true. We've done a lot of audience research, and yeah. we find we have the highest crossover <laughs> with Sexy Red. Now, uh, Pat, can I just ask you, this is a quick question. Okay. How do you spell Sexy Red? Uh, In this context, not the two words of English. <laughs> if you had to guess... I would how- say... S E C K S Y R E A D. It's a good guess. It's like, was it close? It's not quite as, no. as, as as far as that. She just says S E X Y Y R E D. Just an extra Y oh. in there. It's like Zelensky. <laughs> 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 That's all. So it's like Zelensky sometimes. Sometimes. Because other times you just you don't do the extra. You don't y do the extra. Y. I don't know what determines that. No one knows. Nobody knows. No one knows. But we do know Sexy Red. Now Sexy mm-hmm. Red is a is a rapper. And um now she is 
that some people say, well, I don't even know who Sexy Red is. Why are they mm. talking about this? She's the author and artist behind Pound Town. Duh. So now you know, obviously. Pound oh, Town. Pound Town. That's my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I can't read you any of the lyrics from the song Pound Town. Uh, because we will lose our uh, FCC uh, license uh, and we will be kicked <laughs> off immediately from the air. So I can't actually tell you, but if you would like to go listen to Pound Town, mm-hmm. uh, you can do that on any uh, major streaming device. I would say you could listen to the clean version, but I can't imagine one exists because it would just be silence. <laughs> so y- you might think the first part of the story is not going to surprise you because the author of the, the song Pound Town has shockingly had a sex tape which has leaked. Now, this is, uh, mm. I mean, wow, a stunner. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't think yeah. the author of Pound Town would have a song that, or have a, a sex tape that would be leaked because why would no. she be engaged in such things? You know? Right, right. You think of her as a completely very, out of character. Out of character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But someone apparently uh, filmed her having a sex with some uh, gentleman. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, released it now again we have a twist in the story here pat because let's just say um uh some are some uh, let's think about the history of, of the sex tape being released right what happens in that scenario there's a sex tape that is filmed usually uh sometimes without someone's consent uh, that's obviously really really bad sometimes with the person's consent but then the other party in the tape releases it Mm-hmm. Or someone hacks into a phone, gets control of a sex tape, and then releases it online or tries to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. We've seen this pattern play out many, many times. I do not think I've seen this particular pattern pay out, play out, though, because the sexy red mm-hmm. sex tape was released on sexy red's own Instagram feed. <laughs> now, <laughs> wow. She claims she did not release her sex tape intentionally to uh, draw attention to herself. She was, says mm. she would never do such a thing. And, and of course, I believe her because the author of Pound Town it would, would never be do out such of her thing. character yeah. to release yeah. a sex tape on her own Instagram feed. <laughs> However, she claims she didn't do it. And, uh, and that, you might say this is a little Anthony Weiner-esque as far as uh, con- convincing me mm-hmm. <laughs> of this. Uh, you know, maybe you don't believe it. But it is a very, very strange thing. You'd think maybe the author of Pound Town just says, yeah, I did it because I thought it was awesome. You know, like, like you'd almost <laughs> kind of think that would be her attitude here. But no, she's saying she did not do it. But that's not the story here. All, okay. all that is just set up to the actual story. Um, and it's a fascinating one because it seems our own sexy red may get canceled. She may get canceled. You might think, well, why did she get canceled? Because she released a sex tape on her own Instagram feed? No, (laughs) of course not. That's going to do nothing but endear her Mm -hmm. to her legions of fans. Um, However, she did something that crossed the line. And you might know that the line for sexy red is way out there. It's like a really, (laughs) it's a distant line. Mm -hmm. But she crossed it. We have the audio of her crossing the line. Are you ready to hear sexy red discussing her the end of her career she did the one thing you cannot do in today's society here it is do you think more people are going to support trump now in the hood or no yeah they support him in the hood because at first i don't think people was with him like they thought he was racist 
saying little shit and you know against women. But once he started getting black people out of jail and giving people their free money, <laughs> oh baby, we love Trump. We need him back in office. Yeah, that, a little bit of free money goes a long way. We huh? need him back because yeah. baby, them <laughs> checks. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, them stimulus checks, Trump. We miss you. That's like whoa, Vicky. She's always talking about Trump. You see her ever? <laughs> I like Trump. No, I ain't never seen whoa. She's funny. She's I love Trump though. He's funny to me. Like I used to watch his interview, not interviews, like. Him talking to people, he used to be calling people fat. Yeah. <laughs> he does he, Wow. He funny. Like. There you go. So she did the one <laughs> thing you're not allowed to do. She's a Trump supporter. She likes, she likes Trump. Trump. Oh, man. So therefore, she must be excommunicated mm-hmm. uh, from society. Not mm-hmm. the sex tape, not Pound Town. You're right. But the fact that she likes Trump means she, she should be excommunicated. And. Yet another wow. layer to the story. This is one of the most layered stories we've dealt with all week. We've talked about Ukraine. We've talked about the Speaker of the House. We've talked about the border. We've talked about lots of stuff. This is by far the most interesting story of the week to me. <laughs> Why? It's also fascinating about what she likes about Trump. What she likes about Trump is that mm-hmm. she he gives her free money. <laughs> She lets black pe- he lets black people out of jail. <laughs> he gives yeah. them checks, them stimulus checks. Okay. And he calls people fat. <laughs> I mean, how What's is this not, not a Trump campaign commercial yet? Uh, right. Uh, hi, I'm Donald Trump. I will give you free money. I'll let black people out of jail. You'll get lots <laughs> of stimulus checks and I'll call people fat. Vote for me. <laughs> that- <laughs> that's a campaign sure is now one who is of a conservative persuasion might be a little mm-hmm. concerned mm-hmm. Uh, that a uh, bunch of stimulus checks not holding people accountable for crimes <laughs> uh, the fat part i'm pretty much fine with but other than mm-hmm. that the other stuff that she likes about trump i would not say are on the top uh, echelons of the things that i like about trump um, I mean, if black people are innocent, of course they should be let out of jail. <laughs> yeah. They should probably yeah. face the consequences of their actions, whether they're black or white. Mm-hmm. That one, you know, not my favorite policy of Trump's. <laughs> um, secondarily, giving uh, free money and stimulus checks, very much not my favorite policy of Trump's. No. So I don't know. I, <clears throat> you know, look, Sexy Red is one of our leaders when it comes to political analysis and, and I think clearly it, a national treasure and a nat- <laughs> you know let's not forget that part unquestionably yeah, a, national a national treasure, treasure. i mean just pound town alone <laughs> gets you to that level let alone the sex tape let alone the desire for free money and and, mm-hmm. and, and stimulus checks mm-hmm. she's an american dream right? come true yes so we can all unite there but uh so, i mean with this wow if you're the average voter does this change the way you're looking, like if you were, you, hey, I, I thought DeSantis might be pretty good, but, you know, Trump gives out those checks and calls people fat. So, <laughs> you know, I'm on the borderline. Would that be the type of thing you think the decision making process, like in a, in a state like Iowa, do you yeah. think they're looking at this and they're oh, saying, definitely. yeah, definitely. You know, I was a big yeah. uh, Pence supporter yesterday, but now right. how can I? Sexy Red's kind of won me over kind of wanna, kind on of, the Trump train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely look for that clip to be in an ad so, for Trump any day now. I'll bet, like a lot of her base is really pissed at her. 
I mean, that's yeah, a, it that's does a real seem thing. Like, yeah, they're, like they're. It does seem like she's getting, uh, you know, a lot of flack again for all the other stuff she's done in her life. This yeah. is the thing that she's that's getting a lot of flack for. How dare you say you like Trump? What an incredible civilization we have going right now. It is amazing, isn't and it? I, and I will say it's also interesting <clears throat> that you know, look again, we could overanalyze. Maybe we have overanalyzed the sexy red commentary here, but I do think there is an aspect of this where it's just people remembering that the economy used to be good. Yeah. Right. Like, hey, yeah. I remember that. I remember when it what didn't feel like uh, when mm-hmm. Bidenomics wasn't here and things felt pretty good. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's a hugely deep analysis there, but I do think that um, that feeling is real among voters who who might have problems with Donald Trump on a bunch of different stuff, but just say, at least things were I had better. money in my bank account. Yeah. And I can make my own decisions on stuff. And that Definitely. is that goes a long way for people. Yeah, absolutely. All right, 888-727-BECK. More coming up in one minute. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some for themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for them. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens, was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now, he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com beck or call 833-GLEN33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, now some have claimed that they've debunked Sexy Red's uh, portrayal of Donald Trump's presidency. That's right? true. But they really haven't. I would argue no. Um, now, again, we're going to deep. Uh, I, I hope this is not too deep for the audience to follow because mm, it's, well, uh, this, it's hard. This sort of economic analysis can get mm-hmm. into the weeds a little bit. And <laughs> I, I hope you can stick with us. But Hot 97 and Apple Music's Ebro Darden. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, uh, economist. Yeah, as well. Also, uh-huh. de- he. This is according to the article. He debunked Red's thoughts with, <laughs> "quote Clearly, some people don't know how the stimulus checks worked, whose money it actually was slash is, and how it got distributed." Dot dot dot. People believe anything. Now, wow, that's deep. That's not a thorough debunking of the point. You don't, you don't think no. so? <laughs> and the, the, what's hilarious about this is it's just a point to say, not that stimulus checks are a bad idea. It seems to just be that, like, no, you shouldn't give Trump the credit for them. Yeah. Right? Right. Now, when he says whose money it actually was, I'll tell you whose. First of all, it was probably China's, or it was printed, <laughs> or it was mine. Mm-hmm. It was yours, Pat. It was mm-hmm. everyone in this audience who funded all of that. So that people could get free money and free checks. Yep. So I look at this as actually a negative on Trump's presidential record, which obviously mm-hmm. there was a lot of positive as well. But Trump never prioritized spending. He never cared about it. No. He, he never. That, I mean, he that's true. ran as a candidate who said, 
I will never touch an entitlement program, right? Like he, mm-hmm. that was uh, obviously he went outside the norms of, of Republican thought at that time, paid off for him, won the election, won the primary. Um, mm-hmm. But not my favorite part of his presidency by any means. And I, I guess I have a fundamental disagreement with both Sexy Red and Apple <laughs> Music's Ebro Darden about that fact. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a fascinating thing. The world works in so many interesting ways. And, uh, you know, sometimes does. you go into a day thinking, I agree with everything Sexy Red says. And at the end of the day, hey, we have a not slight so disagreement on one issue. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> We can easily overlook that, though, because we're such fans yeah. of Sexy Red. And, yeah, I uh, mean, look, it's not going to hurt my opinion of her music. No. That stands Especially alone. her early works, you know? Like the acoustic sets? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. she does Pound Town <laughs> acoustically. Oh, man. <laughs> when she, remember, she was in the same studio that the Beatles recorded it, and they, uh, and, and, right. and that was right. yeah. incredible. Well, I, mean, I, I wept. I wept. It was so moving. So, yeah. Uh, I, you know, look, she's an incredible artist and an incredible political incredible. Um, commentator. Mm-hmm. And look, <laughs> she is, uh, the, she's got some pretty amazing stuff. Now, we know, obviously, Pound Town. Obviously. But a lot of people don't know about Pound Town 2. Oh, Pound There's Town 2. There's a sequel to Pound, to Pound, Pound Town, Town called Pound Town 2. <laughs> um, there's also a song, and this one is one of my favorites, because uh-huh. uh, it hits me to my core it hits you know how some songs just hit you where you live yeah this one did that for me it's called nachos 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 yeah one of my favorite things in the whole world right she has a song about it now this is uh, from her album as again i'm saying this for the audience i know you know pat but this is from her album hood hottest princess Mm -hmm. so that's good for her now good some of the songs I, i i can't give you the titles to because they uh, they have a lot of swears in them, mm-hmm. uh, but we have. Um, what about strictly for the strippers? How do you feel about that? You you entered that one? Oh, it's one of my favorites. Strictly for the strippers? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's good. What about chicken chicken? Love chicken chicken. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Chicken too tasty. <laughs> Love chicken chicken. Um, we have ah a thousand jugs, which is a great. <laughs> uh, Again, so many more of these would be so good if I could say now, them. Well, I can't you, legally say them. You misled us, uh, Stu, mm-hmm. and I want to point this out about Pound Town yeah. and not being able to recite any of the lyrics. That is completely untrue. Uh, let me <laughs> oh, no. let me read for you the first. I will stanza. remind you of our responsibilities no, I, as broadcasters. Okay, and I'm okay. fully aware. Okay. <laughs> oh 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 uh 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 uh. I'm out of town, thugging with my rounds. And now I, I do would... need to stop there, <laughs> but there are some <laughs> lyrics that you can, in fact, read yeah, to Pound it, Town. And here's the thing. You might be thinking like, well, they're probably like really sexualized <laughs> lyrics. And yes, they are. And you might think, yes. oh, there's a lot of swears the in there. The very next and that's line. also true. Mm-hmm. Yes. But what you're probably not factoring is how many N-words we'd have to skip. Yeah, quite Because so, there's a lot of that in there, too. Quite so there's, like, almost nothing we can say, but Pat did find the one part. <laughs> <laughs> there's also, I will say, a lot of words yeah, I don't... Man. And this is going to admit something about myself, but there's uh-huh. a lot of words I don't understand <laughs> in the lyrics. See, really? Pound Town and many of her other yeah. songs, they're mm-hmm. words that, that I would argue maybe are made up, but also I don't know what they mean, so I don't know if I can say them. That's a whole other <laughs> layer of this. 
So. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little hesitant on. I'm thugging with my rounds because right, like, I don't what, really what know that what mean? that means. Right, I'm afraid. So maybe it was something. But, like you may have said the worst thing ever uttered on radio and don't even know it. Like <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. know it. Right. You might you so. might get canceled for that sentence, <laughs> and you'd be completely unaware of why. <laughs> and and it's that's why I didn't want to read any of them. And that would be really unfortunate, frankly. It's unfair. It Just like it is unfair. unfair to sexy red. Yes. Who didn't Thank know you. she would get canceled for saying Thank she you. was a Trump supporter? No, she did clearly she didn't. All she does is she like a president who's gonna did. call people fat. Right. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I mean, this is America. Nothing. Yeah. If you can't call Chris Christie fat, what kind of country is this? You know, and poor Sexy Red is feeling the heat from this, and I, I think it's wrong. We're going to start a GoFundMe for Sexy Red <laughs> coming up. We'll go and give you the details on that. You need to support her. Yeah, absolutely. You know, she's just okay. just trying to get to Poundtown. Mm-hmm. Get to Poundtown, get home. That's all she wants. <laughs> and who can blame her, frankly? The Glenn Beck Program. Are you prepared for the unexpected? It is only a matter of time before you're out of warranty on your vehicle and your vehicle's in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. If that unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready? Well, you can be with a plan through CarShield. Since I called CarShield, I don't have to worry about repair bills. I have a couple of trucks that are 8, 10 years old plus. CarShield administrators have taken care of absolutely everything when one of them has broken down. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Cars are essential, and CarShield offers protection plans to fit every budget and include 24-7 roadside assistance, courtesy towing, and rental car eligibility. So call CarShield now. Save 20% off your plan, and you'll Always be prepared for the unexpected. 800-227-6100 or go to carshield.com slash back. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. Carshield.com slash back. Save 20% now. Glenn Beck. Avoiding the woke mainstream messaging in favor of truth. More Glenn Beck in a moment. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, There's more outrage over yet another uh, transgendered person who is competing against girls, uh, this time in Maine, uh, at the XC Festival of Champions Hmm. last Saturday, Maine Coast Waldorf High School sophomore, uh, Soren Starkchessa, previously competed in the boys category for the school just a year ago and was ranked... 172nd. Okay, so not very good. Not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, after the transition... So wait, runner, hold on. Yeah. You're going to give this away here. Mm-hmm. After the transition, right. there's no... Now, if I could think there's about no the science here, right? there's yeah. no evidence... No evidence. ...that, that he would improve mm-hmm. going to the female side. So I would assume, right. if and I were to guess... I mean, they're just... Okay, what would you assume? 172nd. Okay, no. Uh, just slightly higher than that? Wow. Number four. In the girls' division, number four. So 172nd to number four. To number four, but yeah, there's so no it's a evidence. a little bit of, a, of improvement, but yeah, again, there's no evidence. Just like there's no evidence that Joe Biden was involved in anything with Hunter Biden. Thank you. No evidence. No, no evidence, evidence that he ever was involved no. in any of with any of the business partners. That's correct. And there's no evidence at all. Science teaches us quite clearly mm-hmm. that there's no difference physically between men and women boys and girls especially when it comes to physical competition right there's just no difference no difference same exact thing that's why 
we see examples, so many examples of biological females who have made the transition to male who then compete against men in men's sports. So many of them. And we see so many of these biological females dominate men in men's sports. Right. Like that was that you know? one case where uh, where a, a woman mm-hmm. uh, was uh, like ranked like, you know, 172nd and then went over to the men's division was fourth. That happens a lot. And then, yeah, except for well, never. I don't remember, I don't remember There's no ever example happening. of that. Never. Not even one? It, no. There's not one There example. has to be one. There's not one that I know of, but I'd love to hear of one if that anybody would, has an example. Legitimately, I'd, that would be fascinating. I would, I'd be like really me, interested uh, in that. Is it possible? Like, like, just think of this out. Like, maybe something mm-hmm. like, like gymnastics or something? I don't know. Mm. Probably not. Probably not. No, because I think, the, like, while, like, the typical female gymnastic uh, gymnastics participant is so much more flexible than a man with the same athletic ability yeah the yeah. the men who can actually do gymnastics are spectacular at these things yeah and yeah arguably would be, are as good or better than women but they do different things they than do different the women things. do but like they do like the crazy vaulting for example like, yeah I, I, again yes, i don't know enough do about gymnastics to True. know but they do the bars they do all sorts yeah. of a lot of the same events yeah i don't think if if simone biles went over to men's gymnastics would she be a great men's gymnast don't I don't know. I mean, I just don't think know. so. But I will say, I have a daughter who does gymnastics, and uh, while and she seems to be pretty good. Like she's she made the nationals last year, and she's oh wow like, doing really well. And mm-hmm. she'd only been doing it for a couple you know a couple of years. Um, and every part of what she does, all of the things that she does, are all things there has not been one day in my life I could do. All of them mm-hmm. are so foreign and look completely impossible for a human being to accomplish mm-hmm. that I there was never a day that I could do any of the things she does like it's mm-hmm. legitimately true but mm-hmm. female but male gymnasts can do those things right like yeah. they at least a lot of them on like a floor routine they can do the twisting and yeah. turning and jumping and like my daughter will just be talking to me like you know she's bouncing. she's 10 we're in the middle of a conversation mm-hmm. And she's telling me a story, and then all of a sudden, she'll just sort of start bending backwards. And then all of a sudden, her hands will be on the floor, and she's just a, like, uh-huh. like the letter uh, U upside down. And her, her hands and her feet are still on the floor, but she's bent completely backwards. And you're it saying- It looks like it's something out of the ring. You can't do that? I cannot. Wow. I can safely wow. say- not only can I not do it now at 47 <laughs> years old, but there mm-hmm. has never been a day in my life that I could do it. Hmm. That's weird. Beginning to end. That's weird. I will never get there. Huh. So maybe there's something. But like you, you the, the tennis one is, is an interesting example of this, right? Where like tennis, I actually prefer watching women's tennis over men's tennis because men's tennis is just 140 mile an hour serves for aces every point, right? Like there's nothing, mm-hmm. like nothing happens. I You know, again, it's just, there's not a lot of points i love the tennis example though because we have hardcore proof Mm -hmm. that what we say is backed up by absolute fact Mm -hmm. proven fact uh in fact we had we had uh was some pundit from i msnbc or cnn i forget which um Kelly Robinson talking about how there isn't evidence of this, of like 
you know, men and women, they're the same. And if you had, uh, you if, if you put Serena Williams up against a man, she could easily compete with him. Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about mm-hmm. men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, mm-hmm. right? That they right. think that they could actually score a point on her. Right. Um, and it's just not the case. She uh, is stronger guys, than that. What's your- oh, well, let's ask Serena Williams herself uh, about that comment. I'm like, if I were to play Andy Murray, I would lose 6-0, and five to six minutes, maybe 10 minutes. Because, <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Honestly, it's a completely, really. it's a completely different sport. The men are a lot faster mm-hmm. and me and um, mm-hmm. they, they mm-hmm. get, they serve harder. They hit hard. It's just a different game. Oh, oh, huh. That's weird. Weird that she would think that, uh, that the greatest tennis player of all time, arguably. Yeah. And then she played the 203rd ranked man in the world. 203rd. Now this was because they were at the U S open in, I think it was 97, 97 or 98, she and Venus were talking to each other. And the guy standing behind them heard it. He was the 203rd ranked man in the world. They said they could beat anybody in the top 200. Outside, I think it was outside, outside of the top, the top 200. 200 yeah. Yes, it yeah. was. It was anybody outside the top 200. So at number 203, he's outside the top 200. He played them both, beat them both badly. 6-1, I think, in one case and 6-2 in the other. They just played one set. Uh, but he destroyed them. And he said he didn't serve his hardest because he wanted it to be more competitive. Uh, so so that was absolute hardcore proof that what they said at the time, and they learned, you know, yeah. they learned. I, there was also and, a, uh, didn't the women's national soccer team play like a bunch of high school kids? Here in Dallas, yeah. the, the women's national soccer team played the boys Dallas 14 and unders. Not even high school. 14 and under and lost five to one. Lost five to one. That's and and that's a five to one is like in you, soccer. Like if you were to put that in like NFL terms, it would be like three thousand to nothing. <laughs> that's that's it would be the same thing as a th- five goals in a game. I don't think it's ever yeah. happened before. Uh, right. I could be wrong on that. Right. Well, um, the women's team also went to England fairly recently. I think this was just in the last six months to a year. Yeah. Yeah. And played a series of three matches against some of the uh, teams in the Premier League and. Just, just got, got destroyed. destroyed to the point they called the match. Yeah. They actually ended After it early. After 37 minutes, the one of the teams, and I, I don't remember which English team it was, but they beat them 12 to nothing and it in wasn't 37 like, minutes. It wasn't like Manchester United. It no. Wasn't, it wasn't one no, of the top it teams. It wasn't one of the top teams in the Premier League. Um, it was just a team. And they played three of them, and they lost was by it? a combined 25 to 1 in those three Was games. it Wrexham? Wrexham, this is the team that... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's, people are telling me it might be Wrexham in the other room. Wrexham is the the team owned by Rob McElhaney and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, um, so I don't know if okay. it was that one. Um, I don't know but, either. But it was but again Wrexham. Ugly. You know, I watched a little of that documentary, which was pretty pretty interesting of them buying that team and, and going through it. And I don't know much about the you know European soccer. But I don't either. It, they do have one cool thing that I, I think would be nice to adopt one of our one of our real leaks of real sports mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is the thing where like if you finish dead last you go to another division yeah and if you finish yeah, yeah. first in the under division you move up right. which is pr- pretty fun so they were able to that move up uh i think this past season up to the whatever the premier. higher division is i don't think it's even premier i think it, they oh. were down two divisions champions league 
No. Okay. Yes. Yeah, no, no. Okay. I don't know. Believe me. I, us talking about soccer That's... is like sexy red talking about politics. <laughs> so I don't know that we should be doing it. <laughs> but it is fascinating to, to, is. to watch because and here's another layer of it being fascinating, Pat. The What you have given this half hour is an excellent argument proving the fact that there is a major difference between men and women in sports. Mm-hmm. But what's fascinating about that is that you have to give it. There is, I know. everyone I know. knows what you're saying is true, right. including the idiot you just played from MSNBC, who also knows what she's saying is idiotic. Yeah. But they are just trying to make this weird, mythical world become reality. Yeah. It's not. Right. Doesn't mean women are less than men as no, as individuals. Not at all. It just means that they're not as good at sports. And we all know they're not as good at sports. We mm-hmm. can also probably all admit that white people aren't as good at basketball as black people. I don't know why that is. <laughs> I don't either. I don't know what but the reason for that is. It's obviously true. But it's obviously true. 80% of the NBA is African American mm-hmm. in a in a nation with 12% African Americans. That's really good evidence that they're really good at that sport. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I don't know why. It might be cultural. might be something to do with their um, physical makeup. I don't know what it is. But mm-hmm. man, it certainly seems to be true. But it's obvious. We can all admit it. There was a movie made called White Men Can't Jump that at the time we all kind of just said, yeah, they really can't. Yeah. That's kind of true. <laughs> it doesn't mean that white people are bad because of it. It just means people are different. Mm-hmm. And we used to be able to admit that in our country. And you know who else knows this? Martina Navratilova. She keeps talking about it. One mm. of the greatest women's tennis players of all time. I mean, she was really good. Really good. And uh, she just destroyed a- opponents back in her day. And she's also a pioneer. She uh, is obviously a lesbian woman who um, who kind of plowed that territory, plowed that ground. And, you know, cleared the way for a lot of other people to, to be open about their sexuality sure but she's not open to the fact that women that men (laughs) should compete against women and she says it all the time yeah very very brave way very brave honestly because you get this is the type of thing you get destroyed for now you know she has a very strange intersectional relationship with uh, the media and that like they used to just praise her all the time now they just i feel like they've just come to the point of indifference with her they won't they won't say good or bad things about her anymore yeah, they can't praise yeah. her anymore because really she's saying true. stuff that's out of the line. But I also think she's got enough points built up over the years that they don't want to completely trash her. Either. And she's sixty six now. Yeah. What are you going to say about her? What are you going to say about Martina Navratilova? What does she care? Nah, she's a hater. She, she just a, yeah. a nasty hater. Really? Is she? Is she? Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I think what she's saying is common sense and mm-hmm. the truth. And you just don't want to hear it. So, and something that every single person knows. Yeah, they all know it's true. Yeah. This is what's not so weird about our society right now. It's not like it's not like you know minimum wage, where like I say, hey, we shouldn't, we should have a lower or no minimum wage federally, and and they say, oh, well, you need one, and we go back and forth because they really believe they need. I think they really believe that we need one, even though I think they're wrong, and I think the evidence shows it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But and I really believe that we don't. That's not the case with this trans stuff. They also know what we know. They Absolutely, are compl- they, do. they totally know what we're saying is true. Yeah. And yet they go out there every day and say the opposite anyway. Yep. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K more patents two for Glenn coming up. Join the conversation. Eight 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 seven two seven back.
The Glenn Beck Program. MyPillow is having a closeout sale on their Percal sheets. Mike Lindell continues to give back to you with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me talk about my slippers and the Giza Dream Sheets and the MyPillow 2.0. But the latest sale is on their popular Percal sheets. These sheets are available in a variety of colors and sizes included in the closeout sale. The queen size sheets regularly retail for $89.98, but now they're $35. Use the promo code BECK. The MyPillow Percal sheets are breathable, have cool, crisp feel to them. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress and are extremely durable and machine washable. Limited supply, so now's the time to stock up for the whole family. Just go to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Get the MyPillow Percal sheets for as low as $25 for a twin set, 35 bucks for the queen set. Deal's not going to last long. Enter the promo code BECK, 1-800-966-3117, MyPillow.com. Uh, app. Uh, welcome, Pat and Stu for Glenn today, 888-727-BECK. Pat, can we end the day with a moment of heroism from Al Michaels? Oh, uh, this is something you might not mm. know about. And mm. I didn't know about it until today either. But it's it's one of the greatest achievements, I think, of humankind. Are you ready for it? I am. Here's Al Michaels talking to Chris Wallace. Is it true that you have never knowingly eaten a vegetable in your life? That is true. That is true. <laughs> I was born when my parents were 18 and my mother hadn't even read Dr. Spock at that point. So she just let me have the, the, the run of the uh, of the course. And uh, I always push the vegetables away. To this day, no. And I guess what I've proven, Chris, is that man does not need vegetables to survive. But is it, is it just possible that you would like, I'm thinking of one of the more non-objectionable vegetables, a carrot? Oh, please. please. A carrot? No, a carrot. No, that's an objectionable vegetable. I mean, I'm, really? What? I mean, how would you know? You've never tasted it. I look at it. I just don't even like the look of it. And I surmise what it might taste like in terms of the texture of it. I think a lot of it probably has to do with it just doesn't look like something that would go down well. How great is that? (laughs) What a great thing to be able to say about yourself. I've never eaten a vegetable in my my entire life. (laughs) It's amazing. Never knowingly eaten a vegetable. Like, I'm sure, you know, if you have a uh, you know, it's a sauce. There might be a vegetable kind of mashed up in there you don't know about, right? But right. he's saying never just picked, just eaten one off of a plate <laughs> in his entire life. I'm pretty close to that. I'm yes, you close. are. Yes, you are. I'm the closest uh, well, to that that person well, as far as people that I know of. But you're mostly vegetarian, though, right? Mostly, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. As you know, mm-hmm. and I've said many times, I am mostly vegetarian. <laughs> You know, I, I except for a little bit of fish, yeah, yeah. and chicken, uh, beef. Right, the beef. You know, you're big on you actually big on a beef. lot of beef, a lot, yeah, of, a lot of beef. Actually, lot of that's, beef. The, that's one of the exceptions. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, pig, pork. Okay, oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you're big on the yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot of bacon, but I never a lot of bacon, ham, mm-hmm. but like never eaten bear. This is the Glenn Beck <laughs> program.